my accents are all terrible, but <laughs> Wallaby is the one that I feel like I can do a reasonable Australian accent because you go on a walkabout with your Wallaby. And that's, Excellent. that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's all that's you got. the only thing. Oh, that's all I got. Well, Welcome to the Metacast. We have our first guest in season two of the Metacast. So we are excited to have Jeff Davis with us. I'm not going to fool you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to fool you. Season, everyone, no, it's, it's not season two. It's season duh. Oh, <laughs> it's season duh. Part of season duh. Okay. Uh, Welcome, Jeff. Eight. Thank you. Season two. So Jeff, we'd like you to intro yourself because no one knows you better than you. So let everybody know who you are and we'll dig into your topic. Thank you, Josh and Bob very much. Wow. That first guest of this season. I, first guest. Well, it, nothing like starting off with the bar really low. So. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. This is exciting. So yeah, Jeff Davis, I currently reside in the Nashville, Tennessee area a little town called Franklin. I'm all about like faith, family, fun. Apparently I'm about alliteration because I just did that. <laughs> um, so I started off as a professional musician back in the day when I was a youngster. Transitioned out of that when I realized, okay, I want to have a family. I, I want to have stability. I, I hadn't made my big break in a band or whatever or in the symphony. So I, I decided to shift and pivot my career. Got into business and IT because music software at the time was going digital. So it was kind of a cool transition into the world of uh, software and computing. Uh, had an amazing mentor and friend who got my foot in the door at IBM. And I spent about 20 years there. And that was kind of where I got my whole new education. Got into all the things, technology, server, server stuff, admin, project leadership, and what have you. Got into project management. And suddenly my joy was less joyful when I was going through PMP bootcamp. And I was like overwhelmed Ooh. by like, this is a lot of heavy stuff. How am I going to, this just makes my, my brain hurt. Then I met these agile coaches in IBM and I'm like, who are these cool people and what are they all about? And, and I was putting uh, scrum and agile content into learning management systems around that time as well. And I started to like dig in, like, what is this stuff? And then it resonated. I was like, oh, I've, I've found my language. I found my people. This is how I like to interact with teams and developers and these kinds of things. So never looked back after that. I got into scrum mastery and helping teams. And just, it's always about the, the team. Just how can the team be the best team possible? How can we be the best people possible together? So, and make, make a great outcome. Most recently I was enterprise agile coach in a big, huge healthcare company had a lot of things happen there that really gave me a lot of failure, a lot of learning about myself. And so, yeah, that'll bring us to the topic to, for today. It's kind of like all along the way, I realized the common thread in my life is, is identity is, is a big one. This may sound a little interesting, but, uh, but like how we're influenced or affected by our identity or figuring it out. And then how we're influenced or affected by evil, believe it or not, like what's within us and what's coming at us. Like, how much are we really at the root, either trying to ignore something that's bad and kind of mask it and, and not really face it? Or, or how often do we interpret something from coming outside as, you know, bad or negative or what have you? And what is that doing inside of us? And uh, so all of that, I realized around identity, I, I used to think I'm a this because that's my job title or I'm this other thing because uh, it's what I know or it's what my experiences have been. Where do we want to go? 
And how are we going to get there together? And what's the most effective way of doing that? And we can bring in things from the world of the agile movement, DevOps movement, lean, all these wonderful places. And, and even beyond that, right? So there's just a wide open <laughs> cornucopia. Of things. Yeah, there, there, there was a moment in, not a moment, there was a time in my career when I, the title didn't matter anymore. And I thought it was just like age uh, or whatever. And I, all I cared about was what was my responsibility and what kind of like how big of the change was I getting to do and what you wanted to call me. I didn't care. Right? Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. Just like give me a big juicy problem and I'm going to go run at that for a while. And that's what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And I never thought through like what the drivers were that made that happen. It was just like I flipped a switch like, OK, I, I don't care anymore. But it's interesting to think about what the things were that made that switch click for me. And I've never really, you know, I tend to just kind of do things. <laughs> so there's times I don't stop and think about them when I maybe should, but yeah. that, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the thing that resonates with, with me about your story. Well, I like what you said there about uh, stopping to think or, or realizing we should slow down, do some slow thinking. I let the Daniel Kahneman type of uh, influence there. Yeah. I'm, I can re relate to you. You know, I'm, I'm like, just, go do the thing. Let's make it happen. And, uh, and we'll, we'll clean up the mess later. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that doesn't always go well. Yes. I did a talk yesterday, I think, uh, about personal branding and I haven't talked about that for a while. And it's like the, I, part of it is who are you? Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to introduce, I wanted to start it. I didn't, I didn't have the courage to start it with the who song, like, you know, who oh, are yeah, you? Yeah. right. Who are um, you? Yeah. And, and part of personal branding, the, the way I started it, just talking about it, mm -hmm. was looking inside yourself. Mm. And so it's not who are you from an external like job description point of view. It's who are you inside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, then doing some external branding. I mean, we have to map. I think part of the branding is mapping who you are on the inside with what do you want to do on the outside that might map to job descriptions, but it really maps to maybe role, you know, functions or passions and things like that. Yeah. How close is that notion of branding to what you're talking about with identity, Jeff? I think it's, it, yeah, perfectly, you know, like this with, with where, where I'm coming from. Um, cause I've, I've definitely dabbled with branding. You know, we talked about it before we hit the record button, uh, uh trying to, take my fascination with things in Australia and cute little creatures. And because people told me I'm happy and I smile and I bring joy, I thought, Oh, I'll be the agile quacka because Bob's out there, right. the agile moose and Diane Zajac already claimed the agile squirrel. I, I thought we could, Bob, I used to dream of us doing like the Rocky Bullwinkle thing, like you know, agile <laughs> moose and agile squirrel. But, exactly. But you had the bear cat and you know, it's all good. But, uh, but yeah, I've dabbled with that, but then I, I kind of let that go recently. I thought, no, I, as cute and fun as it is. Um, I, I noticed a lot of folks that are doing some really good introspection and work on themselves and they're getting these really great short um, statements about themselves on LinkedIn or their websites or their podcasts or whatever, yep. where they're like, you know, I'm about helping people reinvent themselves or I'm about um, making an impact in the workplace or I'm about just fun or happiness, uh, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Like what are your core values? You take the time to kind of figure that out and then start telling people your brand based on those things. Yeah. When I think it's also like doing it. 
So there's oh, communicating yeah. it. Uh, but then are you walking? I'm just reacting. I'm thinking out loud. It's not just saying it in a LinkedIn uh -huh. post. That's the beginning. But are you emanating that along the way Yeah. Uh, in your walk? Does it reinforce whatever it is you're saying? Like if you say, I, I love helping people. If someone actually reaches out to you, do you deflect them or do you try to help them? Yeah. Et cetera. So, and, and that sort of builds like the brand building to me or the identity building is that is a continuous sort of loop. Uh, that you're reaffirming. Definitely, definitely. And I went through some failures in the workplace where it, it was helpful to learning more about myself because I felt this moment, moments of personal crisis of like, okay, I say that I'm about integrity or I say I'm about this, that, or the other, but I realized I was so focused on what I thought was right that I... I compromised or I, you know, I, I set some of that other stuff I thought I valued or I thought I'm, I'm about just to try to get to an objective. I became too narrowly focused. And I hope that resonates with people that that, that happens to us and, um, and it can create fallout and things, but we retrospect hopefully um, and we learn from it. So, yeah, I, I think I'm still going through that branding, rebranding, maybe type of a, an effect with those things right. going on in my life. But the desire is to be as consistent as possible. Yeah. Uh, we, we've uh, talked about the potential of getting pickled <laughs> in a company, right? And, and some, some value or mechanic that they have, you're in it for so long that it becomes a part of you, whether you want it to or not. And you have mm -hmm. to fight really hard to not let that happen. And I've been down that path as well. Yeah. Uh, where I've I've uh, been kind of smacked in the head, and I look back I'm like, dang it, that is not, that's not the type of person that I want to be, or the type of leader I want to be. Like I got to do better. But those moments, just like you said, along the way, are those learning issues where you find out what really matters for you, and like, are you like, yeah, it doesn't matter, or like, dang it, I'm not going to let that happen again. So what am I going to do about it? So. Yeah. I think part of, and this is where I want to ask you, because this is your, your topic is for me, it was finding what I liked, right? Like there were a lot of things I did throughout the, throughout the history of my, my career. And I was good at some, not, not good at others, but there were a handful of things that I was good at. And, and I had to try a couple different things to focus on. And then I finally landed on the thing that I get excited about. And I don't know if there's any other way than to iterate you know, kind of like us agile people do to finding that thing. Uh, Bob has been doing this for so long. He might forget how he discovered that, uh, this is, this is what he, this is what he really likes. I don't know if that stone tablet is still out there or, or what happened to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finding what you really like. Um, I'm, I'm pausing and, and letting that really sit with me because, I think I'm still going through a lot there. I'm I'm still figuring out my what aspect of my identity is sort of closer to permanent and what what I still need to like maybe be willing to change. And one of those things is I've always had like way too many interests <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. So it's like you say Jeff, you know, make a choice like uh, if you could do whatever tomorrow, what would it be? And then my answer is usually like you know, well, it would be this, but here are the, you know, seven bullet points to, you know, to include other stuff in there. Um, or like Jeff, you're a musician. What's your favorite music? And 
oh, don't ask me that. Cause now I'm like, how do I narrow this down? There's so much great music. And so, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm intrigued. I don't know that I can really give a great answer other than in the career area, at least of recent, I've narrowed it down to, I can, I can do a, I think I can mash things up to where I, where I I show up in a way that says, hey, um, let's not be stuck in a rut. Let's not be pickled by our circumstances, situation, and and so on. Uh, What do we need to do to kind of energize our work, energize our day, energize our week? Um, These kinds of things. I'm just sort of trying to ask those questions in the workplace of myself and of those that I'm with um, and, and just hoping that it makes a difference. So I like I guess I like the aspirations uh, of um, making better happen, whatever that's supposed to look like. So the right. journey of doing that. <laughs> I mean, there's a connection too, as I'm thinking, as I'm listening and thinking, um, like validating, I'm, I'm coming back to brand. Mm. It's not just, am I emanating my brand or am I emanating my identity? And am I doing that in a genuine way? But then the flip side of it is how people are receiving it. I mean, do they understand my brand? Mm. Uh, mm. And do they align with my brand? So, uh, or do they see value in my brand? So I, as in a silly example, I may be emanating, like Bob is an agilist. Bob is very principle oriented. Um, and uh, I may be talking to the CEO and and they don't care about that. I mean, they're they're actually maybe ignoring that emanation. They're looking at like, how can he change? How can he earn his money and 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 transform the organization quickly? So I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's a validation. I'm thinking there's like a there's a validation part. Am I in the right place? Here's my brand, uh-huh. uh, and are people what receiving what I'm what I'm putting out? Uh-huh. And is there alignment? Uh, yeah. As, as well. So there's, it's reciprocal. There's two sides to it. Uh, when we're in organizations, like when we have roles in organizations, does that resonate with either of you in any way? The, the validation. Um, yeah. W- words, words always, you know, sit with me and resonate, but validation, that, that's definitely been a thing I keep circling back on where I can tell it's important to me to have a sense of validation. Um, so I really like collecting feedback and I'm, I've been trying to learn, you know, I, I think you all have covered this in a number of ways, but yeah, ways to ask for feedback in a, in a clear way so that you get some helpful feedback. You don't just say, Hey, how was that? But yeah. What, what did I do? Well, um, what's one thing I did? Well, what's one thing I should change. So, and that helps those aspects of some validation and, um, and then I was, there was another thing you had there and that thought slipped my mind. There was a different word other than validation and I can't get it back. Oh boy. I'm like a goldfish. Where'd it go? That's all right. But one thing That's... to me is alignment, right? There's an alignment part of that. Mm, that was Are it. we aligned? Mm. Are we, am I in the right place? Uh, am I aligned on my, you know, my principles or whatever, whatever it is. Yes. Um, yes. I was, it's not... oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, thanks Bob. That's what it was. The alignment may, actually made me think of a other word that's been on my mind um, is coherence. Um, John Cutler had a good uh, post just the other day where that, that came out towards the bottom of what he was talking about. But yeah, like not so much 
that that's become a buzzword in the workplace of let's align ourselves or are we aligned and uh, you know people arguing well do we want to agree or just align and you know and it just turns into like it just feels like this mess of um, semantics or something but so I started experimenting with okay are things coherent so that we can move forward and what do I mean by that and I would even I love using visuals so I would kind of I looked up I learned things about light and sound and other things with waveforms and what what dissonance looks like. But then when, when things are coherent, they're like these wavy parallel things. And and so I'm like, this is, you know, we want to we want our work metaphorically to feel like that, like we're flowing. <laughs> so here's another aspect of flow. So, yeah. So alignment for sure. Um, I, my spin on it of late is just are we are we understanding? Are we coherent or are we? not gotcha uh speaking of co coherence and alignment uh we're going to try and wrap this up oh wow and nice yeah it does it, it does it goes fast so the key takeaway that i'm hearing is pretty similar to the branding work that we've talked about in the past is that you have an identity and it's okay if it evolves over time, it's okay if you're not at the final answer. In fact, there may never be a final answer, but it is one of those things where it sounds like you, you have to maintain focus. Otherwise it might turn into something that you maybe wouldn't prefer. So it is like branding a thing that you have to keep front and center mm -hmm. and keep in check, but also drive forward as you learn, evolve and grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and owning those those things that you've been in the past that have shaped your your own personal sort of journey and and becoming who you are today, like you just said so well. It's you're going to be di something different in the future and so just continue to let your uh, your uh, identity have that sense of agility. One other quick thing that we didn't get to uh, highlight as much is just yeah, using like your leadership um, uh, archetypes uh, the, not stereotypes, but more of these archetypal things where knowing how to be a certain kind of a leader at a certain kind of situation. Um, and there's a lot that comes into that. And again, so your identity as a leader, like I'm a leader. Well, what kind of a leader are you? And can you be a different kind of a leader for different situations? So that was something I hoped we, we'd bring out as well, but saved it a little nugget at the end. Yep. yep that'll work. <laughs> Robert, any final thoughts for you, my friend? Well, I like the situation. I like that Jeff tied in the situational leadership nature. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we have to cut it off, but maybe that's a topic for another day uh, because there's so much nuance to that. The other thing I want to land with is this sort of alignment or congruence or whatever. So we're emanating stuff. Uh, part of it is getting to the root of, am I in the right place? So I'll use a coach. A lot of times as a coach, folks will give you like this lip service, right? You're coaching, you're coaching the teams, you're coach. Oh, I love you, Jeff, you're doing great. Oh my God, I've never seen the team, you know, sort of perform. And then if you ask that leader offline or that stakeholder offline, it's like, you know, what is Jeff? How's Jeff doing? And he's like, I don't know what Jeff does. This guy, <laughs> right? But but so so what I, when I say validation, there's this sort of what people are saying. Mm -hmm. but it's also what are they doing? What are their behaviors? What are the organizational? And yeah. that, that's incredible. You know, it's sort of alignment can be a very deep thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have to, when I say validate, it's, I'm not saying they're bad and they're lying, but they sort of are 
a lot of times folks avoid truth telling yes. for a variety of reasons. And how do we how do we sense? Maybe maybe it's a sense making activity. Absolutely. How do we sense that from alignment? Yeah, and what you said. So, so situational leadership and sense making. Totally, and and when their behaviors are changing, and you you sense that you had something to do with it, that's a great way to know to validate your impact, for for better or for worse. <laughs> hey Jeff, hey. I know it was short, but it, but I enjoyed the conversation. Me too. Thank you. And and just thank you for coming. I really appreciate you. It's hard to be first, so you showed tremendous wow. courage. And you just like you, you nailed it, my friend. Oh, thank you. You even well, had a better Australian accent than Josh did. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Well, um, I got a shout out to Becca Hiller out there. She prompted me uh, with y'all's LinkedIn post, uh, making this possible. And I'm like, cool. I would love to talk to Josh and Bob. So everybody out there, please, you know, this is great. This was fun. Uh, we need to hear so, your voices and your experiences, people. So we're going to try to close this but have a three-way close so everyone we're going to stick a fork in this episode so uh from beautiful downtown Cary, north carolina i'm bob galen and from beautiful downtown fuquay verena north carolina i'm josh anderson and from beautiful franklin tennessee i'm jeff davis all right shake and bake bake. (laughs) take care y'all all All right take care everyone thanks guys